You were listening to Four Point Stance, Women's Tackle Football Talk on Twitter, iHeartRadio, Yell5, Facebook, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Mixcloud, Radio Public, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, FM, Apple Podcast Breaker, and Google Podcasts, or wherever the hell else it ends up showing up. If you want to follow the show directly, get onto those locations, type in Four Point Stance, it's pretty easy to find, or get a hold of me on Twitter, W34VI1, or the number sh- the show, the number four, the underscore PT underscore stance, and you can get the list by messaging me from there. And as a reminder, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline available 24-7, no matter what, 1-800-273-8255. And the Trans Lifeline, U.S. number is 877-565-8860, and the Canadian number is 877-330-6366. So, I have to issue a correction on a fuck-up of mine, and, uh... It was brought to my attention, and probably not such a nice way, but it was brought to my attention about the Tennessee Titans-Kansas City game involving women's soccer football. Um, yes, I, you know, timestamps don't lie. Now, granted, the way that this was pushed out to be, it was going to be, like, a lot longer. I'm looking at the other timestamps. It was a whole two-day difference, and I apologize. Shit falls to the cracks. Tri-Cities did post on August 28th that they will be at the stadium. They were just dealing with trying to find out. Even though it doesn't make sense, the team the Titans had lined up fell through. Not sure what that means, but I'm betting they were meaning themselves. So they were coming up with whoever they were going to play. So I guess theoretically, yeah, they announced it first, whatever. But... It's just the timing of things and the fact that it took a damn month. But anyway, I have a little bit more in general on that, but I'm going to save it for the real brew. Um, I kind of want to focus on everything else, but to issue that correction that, yes, I admit I fucked up. You know, 145 teams is a lot of teams to keep track of and stuff falls through the cracks. There is this update um, from August 28th that has Tri-City Thunder announcing theirs. We were just waiting on a opponent for them. Fair enough. So, for the news segment... Definitely a lot has happened. Um, again, I'll explain something else in the real brew, but uh, in general, on the women's tackle football news that I will cover for today, um, two new teams were announced to the WTFL, the Oklahoma City Lady Saints and the Topeka Twisters. So we can add those two now to the mix. Um, it'll be interesting seeing how this will help you know, just play out in the season. And it'll be very cool to see how their schedule ends up looking once they're building that. A couple days ago, the WFA announced the Glazer Clinic's 
quote, sponsorship to the WFA for a major, co major coaching grant. And I say quote because, again, I'm not entirely sure how this, I guess, sponsorship's going to play in. Um, but whatever, that's for another time. The press release says uh, it was October 7th that this press release was out. The WFA announces that the Glazer Clinics will be official coach training sponsor for the WFA and will partner with the WFA to provide their coaches with training. My question is, with this, is this tied to USA football? I'm just, this is just a generic question. Um, I don't know. Um, obviously I'll look that up to make sure, but it would be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, the clinics that offer live coaching clinics across the country, you know, 33 and 2020, expand the methods of research and education coaches. Um, it'd be cool to see how this plays out. Um, hopefully it doesn't cost anything. Um, because I'm going to tell you right now, as somebody who's coached, the last thing I want to do is fork over, you know, 50 bucks for something that is supposedly a sponsorship. But... Anyway, we'll see how that goes, but uh, we'll see how that plays into the WFA moving forward. And then kind of a overall national-based news, um, Coach Brownson, she was with Dartmouth um, as their offensive quality control coach. And she was the first NCAA Division I coach actually named to a major program. At least that we know of. Again, not a lot of teams keep track of this, to be honest. I know the NCAA's probably had a few more that just don't keep track of this whatsoever. But um, it was announced that she has officially been hired by the Buffalo Bills. She was doing a internship, but it's, the way this is written by the Dartmouth's own paper... Um, that she's actually been hired by the Buffalo Bills. Now, granted, that is one of the few teams that actually was doing the uh, women's forum, women's in football forum. Um, that one, you know, Madame Pagula was there herself. So, um, it is interesting to see that out of all the 32 teams, that the Bills are the ones that are willing to step up to the plate. Um, it would be nice if some West Coast teams, some upper, you know, Pacific Northwest teams, one specifically, would actually, like, step up to the plate, but I doubt they will. Um, and we'll see how many more teams. I know that with, you know, Tampa Bay's now joining in, Atlanta has done stuff, the Steelers, you know, 49ers, it, Baltimore, you know, it is nice to see that, but it would be nice to see more. is advised. Now you may have noticed, obviously, the show's kind of technically a little shorter in segments than you, some people would like, but and technically the show would have been out a lot earlier, but there was some stuff that has kind of gone on in the last few days that when I first recorded this, this is actually, believe it or not, version 2 of this episode, when I first recorded this, I'm not going to lie, I was very pissed off. And there's a very lot of crap 
going on right now. Um, for the most part, and I'm just going to say this right now, all coverage of the USWFL will cease. You know, I made my correction, but all coverage of USWFL related content, including the teams, will no longer be included on Four Point Stance. Um, I think that's just fair for all of us in the sense of one, I don't have to deal with horrible comments made by certain people who did not research the show. And two, you know, if they don't want me covering them and covering literally what they're posting, then it's better for all of us to just walk away. That does mean that six teams suffer from lack of coverage, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to make that decision. So, this will be the last time you will see anything USWFL-related content in this show um, until further notice. And um, any backlash I get from them just will add them to a list of people that, I'm sorry, you know, welcome to somebody who has their own show. You know, I... Sorry, I admitted I fucked up. And I'm still gonna say, I admit I fucked up on that one. Again. Where were you three years ago when I asked questions? Oh, right. There was other things going on. Fair enough, you know. But, I'm gonna tell you right now, for the key individuals that decided to resort to name-calling, um... Among other things, here's your 15 seconds of fame. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not 12 years old. I'm a fucking 30-year-old individual. And two, I'm not just some hack that sits in a basement covering this stuff. I've actually played. So, before you go and resort to these kind of, you know, talks, you want to get fair coverage, you need to learn how to treat the people covering you equally. Now, obviously there's a lot of people that clearly this will be the first time hearing my show, even though I'm sure a lot of people got to hear last week's because of various other things, you know, various stuff said. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, I don't kiss anyone's ass. I'm not somebody who will just, oh, this team's incredible. No, fuck that. Every other team, leagues, I'm sorry, but every league knows I do not play nice. I report what you post out, but I also don't kiss your ass. If I see something that is a little off, and I'm pretty good about saying, hey, you know, my opinion is on this. I'm pretty good about that. That's why there's an entire segment dedicated to my time. And if some of you can't accept that, you don't have to listen. And I'm at that point where it's always the voice of the few that all wants to squawk louder than the voice of the many. And I'm getting to that point where I have some criteria. If you are going to be openly transphobic on your Facebook, don't expect to be on my friends list or really be anywhere near my stuff. 
If your ownership is anywhere close to being openly transphobic, be advised that I will remove coverage of that team. But that also means if you're going to go through and harass, belittle, and just in general, kind of be an asshole, well, welcome to how my show operates. I'm trying to report on what's going on in women's tackle football, good, bad, or ugly. Um, you don't like it? I can stop covering you. And again, I just think it's going to be fair for all of us, for both sides of this. Good luck in your future endeavors, USWFL. That's, that's just the only way I can do this without losing my sanity, to be honest. Because I have seen more bullshit just in this offseason than I have seen in, in 10 years prior. Um, maybe it's because social media, a lot of people, the filters are gone, so they're showing their true selves, or whatever, but... I've reached that point where, you know, I'm not doing this to make money. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this so people actually can have a conversation about this and maybe understand what the hell's going on. And you can ask the WNFC, the WFA, hell, you can even ask the WTFL. I don't hold my punches. And if you don't want to have this shit being talked about, and if you don't want the narrative being around certain things in a certain light, maybe you need to reevaluate how you're posting it. I've said in years prior, I actually said this last year, you know, this time last year, a team's coverage is only as good as they make it. Some teams choose to be silent, which is fine, and make comments when they need. Others overshare. And then there's a point where you get to this weird tipping point where you want to play the whole, like, well, that's just not true, even though it may be on your stuff. Again, I admit I fucked up here. I don't know why that can't be accepted by some other individuals. But, I will not take... If we are all about empowerment, I will not take berating, degrading comments. That puts you that will put you on my ban list. Um and as I said before, that will get your team removed from my coverage. And I don't like doing that, but I think that's the only way to prove a point. That's really where I have to go with it. And I just feel like maybe, just maybe, people will pull their heads out of their asses and wake up. Um, and it's not just the USWFL that's the feeling the wrath of this. I have another team that will forever not be mentioned on my show for various reasons. And... If I do have to mention them for, you know, scores or whatever, 
It'll always be initials and my logo in its place. That's how I'm going to take care of that. To avoid any personal wrath that I feel in that situation. It's the best I can do. Otherwise, the best I can do is to walk away from that area. And... You know... Sorry. That's just how we're gonna have to do it. Again, it's not like I just pulled this out of my ass and just started talking for no reason in this offseason. You know, this... If I figure this out, I think I'm approaching 200 episodes. Just in general. Which is not bad for somebody who's doing this for next to nothing. Not really... I mean, you all wonder why I don't really bring on guests. Maybe it's because... I'm tired, I'm tired of playing that, you know, that whole favoritism crap. If I happen to be near a team, sure. You know, last year, Oregon Hawks were on quite a few times because I happened to be there. Um, if I had had the opportunity to be around some of these other teams, I would have done it. Given some other factors here. But, before you go and say, well, who the hell's this, you know, hack, do some research into the Pearson first. If you can't find out who they are, ask people that might know. You might be surprised. It's not like this show just randomly fucking appeared. It's been around a while. I've pissed off a few people in the past, too. What have I done? I've made up for it the best I can. I've made corrections. I've, you know, stuff like that. But, if you're going to resort to the point where you can't appreciate what is being done in general, and I mean that in the sense of not calling somebody a 12-year-old with a shit cast. then you, you don't deserve... You don't deserve the show. Your team doesn't deserve the show. This sport does not deserve to hear your name. And I think if we start holding each other accountable and bringing ourselves up to a higher standard, we might be able to eliminate half of the bullshit that we have in this sport. Because here's the funny part. Granted. Sometimes negative coverage gets the point across. I know I've seen a sh huge shoot-up in rate and viewers just out of this in general, this whole scenario. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't like doing that shit. I'm not doing this to be controversial, and I'm not doing it to, again, kiss anyone's ass. I'm doing this because I wanted to be the... We needed a voice in this fucking sport that wasn't some guy, some third party who has never been personally involved you know isn't I, I don't know why this has to be so hard to wrap our heads around you know we throw a fit about anybody but an NFL player analyzing the NFL why can't women's tackle football be talked about by a women's tackle football player why can't that happen 
Why can't women's sports be covered by a, a woman who's been involved in it? That's all I ask. And if people can't accept that, you don't have to fucking listen. And I hate using my Real Brew segment, or just in general, to have to talk about stuff like this when it's common sense. You don't like it? Move on. Now granted, there are some things that if I said that somebody brought it to my attention, I would think about. But a fucking timestamp? Really? If you really thought that I was personally attacking you, did you ever stop to think that maybe finding, you know, you found out who it was, you delete all the previous stuff, instead of creating this little can of worms that is festering on your end? Because who's that really helping? It doesn't feel like it's helping you. It's getting people towards me. But, it, whatever. I've said many times how people handle a crisis says a lot about their organization, and did I say anything when this all happened, other than to the people to issue the, you know what, I'll make the correction, I did, and if you don't hear it, that's on you, but do know that from now on, you know, I fuck up in the future, I will fuck up in the future, I'm sorry, there's a lot of bullshit that happens in this sport. I will fuck up in the future, and I will make my corrections. But how you contact me about those corrections really does push what goes on from here. So I want everyone to kind of take a time, take the time and think about that. But also take the time and reevaluate their own social medias. You know, if you're wondering why people are leaving you, and it has to do with comments regarding, you know calling a trans woman a man beating on women or, you know, creating this false narrative, think about it. Who's... How, why am I the asshole for believing that? Why am I the asshole for bringing to light some of the darkest bowels of this sport? Why am I the shunt one? Am I the most personable person, individual to be around? Probably not. And I know I'm a bitch. I know it. This segment isn't proof of enough of it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, it takes a lot more than the little petty shit to make me walk away. But I will leave you in the dirt if I have to. I can make this work on far less. You have been listening to Four Point Stance Women's Tackle Football Talk on ugh, so many damn places it really is hard to keep track of. You know, Twitter, Yelfi, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Anchor, Apple Breaker, Google, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so much. If you want a complete list or links to my conglomerate of locations, 
Get a hold of me on Twitter, W34VI1, or the number four underscore PT underscore stance, and I will send you in the messages. I will actually send you the full list of the links, so you can follow it on as many as you want or whatever your favorite location is. If I do not have your favorite location, please get a hold of me, and I will try to get it. I'm always trying to expand from there, and then who the hell knows where my show shows up half the time. I, I Anymore, I don't know. It is kind of amazing when I hear somebody go, oh, it was the first time hearing it, and I had no idea how they got a hold of it. But anyway, just know that there's a lot of damn locations that you can hear this show, like it or not. And as a reminder, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, available 24-7, they are there to help you thick and thin that's what they're there to do 1-800-273-8255 and the trans lifeline also available to help no matter what the u.s number is 877-565-8860 and the canadian number is 877-330-6366 